Hello and welcome back to Nurse in Transition. I'm your host, Kiana Brathwaite. Welcome, welcome. I hope that all good things have happened for you during my break that um, I can't believe it's February already, the first week of February, that January was amazing and 2020 got off on the good foot for you. Um, I am going to, this is kind of going to be a quick uh, episode, just wanted to welcome you back let you know kind of what you can expect, some of the topics that uh, I'll be working on bringing and kind of the process uh, moving forward. So as you know, the podcast has been, it's on iTunes and Spotify and uh, uh, Google and a couple other places. It's probably about eight places where you can find the podcast. And it's just been pure listen, hop in, hear what my ideas and thoughts are, and then, you know, going about your day, hopefully they're helpful. As we, as I progress, right, um, I would like to start offering not only a way for you to communicate with me, because if you have any questions, if you have any, anything, any feedback, any insight, anything you want to share, I would love to hear that. Uh, And you can do that by email. Um, That's always the best way which is um, info at KB Kilo Bravo Cat Alpha Lima Sam dot com. So kbcalls.com. Um, but you can also, uh, once it's I'm getting it up and running, I'll be using take switching these podcast episodes over to a blog. And then in that blog on my website, I'll make sure that you have some of the resources that I may mention during um during one of the episodes. Now, this is a process. I am doing all of this on my own and everything else that I have, uh, I'm responsible for. I just was telling a friend that I have about 24 balls up in the air, right? So I have 20, at least 24 things on any given day that I'm working on consistently. And this podcast is one of them. Um, but on top of my responsibilities to taking care of myself and making my health a priority, taking care of my family, you know, being a mom, uh, having kids in cyber school. So there's there's a lot of balls that I'm juggling. And um, so that's probably I'll use season two to kind of see how my timing looks, what kind of uh, extra time I have during the week to transition that it probably will be at the end of the season two where those resources will be available on my website. But as soon as they are and they're up and running and there's a good bit of information there for you to go to, I'll make that available to you. Um, also this season, I am going to be um, trying to batch record because as I said, I noticed that I have a lot on my plate. I have a lot going on. And what I was initially doing was kind of publishing recording and publishing once a week and things got a little hectic um so that may happen again it may not but just to let you know if that does happen it'll be more of a batch thing so you'll get maybe two or three episodes coming out at a time season three I'm looking forward to being able to just sit and record a bunch of episodes have guests on and then share all of that information through the blog and um, through the episodes and just have them automatically published. So as I learn and play around with the platform and and figure out my schedule, we'll kind of see how it goes. But I would love your feedback, love to hear your insight, um, what works for you, what you would like to see done. And as as this grows, I'll do my best to implement. Um, So what's going on? Okay, I know 
I always talk about being in perpetual transition, right? And I think for the most part, most people that I have met, we are all in this stage of perpetual transition. We probably were in it before, we just didn't recognize it. And for me, that looked like, um, you know, I was 36 when I took my first, my, my actually, yeah, because I was 26 when I became a nurse. So 10 years later, I went from I went from full time when I first became a nurse to per diem, stayed per diem for about nine years, nine to 10 years. And then. um, Yeah, actually. Six to seven years, that seventh year, 2014, was when I took the part time position and went back to being a part time employee who had a regular schedule. And of course, um, you know, with that came drawbacks, um, and I had to weigh the opportunity cost. Um, and for me, it made more sense to have guaranteed hours where we had older children and a lot of, um, extracurriculars, but I lost the freedom that I had with the per diem and, and scheduling. And it was, it was very frustrating, but I say all that to say, I was always in a constant transition, right? So I was transitioning from being a per diem with uh, a major health system in and around the Philadelphia area to being a per diem for a smaller, um, well-known health system, but it was more of a community suburban feel to going from just being per diem to then being mainly per diem for one department and bouncing around to the different hospitals that were within the health system. So there was a lot that was kind of going on. And I never saw it as perpetual transition. I always just saw it as I'm just doing my thing, right? Now that I recognize it for what it is, it's easier for me to relate to it, right? I relate to it differently. So whereas before it used to be overwhelming and stressed out and, you know, um, if I didn't get a vacation, I was miserable and because I didn't understand what was going on. Now I understand, okay, this may be another transitional period, right? What am, what, what's, am I growing? Am I learning? Am I, you know, starting from the beginning? Am I, where, where am I in this process? And then by understanding where I am in the process, it helps me to relate to that part of the process better. And I'm a lot less stressed. Or if I am stressed out, I make sure that I'm doing things to relieve that stress and I'm coping with the stress a lot better than what I had been because a lot of my coping strategies were not the healthiest, right? Um, So yeah, I, um, that's where I am. We finally downsized. So we're, we moved in with uh, my in-laws and that's been interesting in the sense of it hasn't been as hard as I thought it would be. Um, I do recognize that living with two additional people who are in a parental position in our life has a different authoritative standard. Um, But I'm also recognizing that as we are adults who lived on our own and because life happened, you know, some crap hit the fan for us. But at the same time, we're bringing something to the table now that I don't think we had when we were younger. Um, and there's a, a shifting of mm, responsibilities and level of respect and who takes what and who carries what baton. And I'm, I'm paying attention to it. And I'm, I'm 
I'm a little I'm a little taken aback because I'm like, wow, I'm really in that position. Like I, I I remember when my mom and her generation was in that kind of sandwich position. And now I'm my my husband and I and our generation has moved into that sandwich position. And it's just the weirdest thing for me to wrap my head around that. I'm not that I'm that old, but it's like I've transitioned out of the space where I'm the novice. And now I'm moving into a space of knowing something and having life experience and bringing something to the table and people actually recognizing and respecting that. And that's like, whoa, um, I remember when I was eight and I was like, ah, <laughs> I never thought I'd ever get here. And here I am. So, um, so yeah, we moved in just noticing how that's going, um, trying to settle in as best as we can with our schedule. And I am a very, um, I'm not a feng shui type, but I have expectations from my environment and from my space. And it's very hard for me to get Zen in my space, uh, try to meditate or whatever it is that I'm doing, because I do have a meditative practice. Um, I have a mindfulness practice. I float at least once a month, uh, float therapy, which is sensory deprivation. Um, I have a day every week that the kids and I specifically hang out. Then I have a day every week that we have family game night and I'm working on uh, building back in our date night. So our space, because it's so much smaller, it's condensed and it needs to be organized for my peace of mind. Not even my family's fine, probably because they're okay with organized chaos, but I need to be able to just walk in the room and see that it's not clean, but tidy. Right. And I'm not falling over boxes. And so that's where we are. We, again, we just moved in, um, at the end of November, December was a crap show. Cause, uh, my son was in like Philly boys choir and he had eight to 10 performances a week, including rehearsals. So there was no downtime. Um, and January was more of a, let's just try to take a breathe breather so we could catch our breath. And now we're, we're in February. So that's where we are. That's kind of where I am. That's where my mindset is. Um, and then as far as like content, right, uh, what you can expect content, I want to talk a little bit more about being a nurse in the space of uh, transitioning to business. Um, just being a nurse in the world. Uh, I've noticed that I thought that my nursing shut off because I was no longer at the bedside. And let me tell you, that's not the case. When nursing is in your blood, it's in your blood and, and you kind of gravitate to other nurses. You find yourself really, you know, um, having an affinity for other nurses, but you also find yourself kind of assessing people. Um, I was in a grocery store one day with my in-laws and this older lady was sweating profusely. And I'm thinking, OK, does she have chest pain? Does she have a respiratory issue? You know, I'm just watching her, like counting her respiratory. But I found myself. I realized this later on what I was doing, but I didn't. It wasn't even conscious of me, I, like something I was consciously doing. I was just like, oh, she doesn't look good. She's leaning over. She's short of breath. She's sweating. Her coat isn't really heavy. It's cold outside. You know, I touched her to see how she was doing, you know, just kind of doing a, a, a superficial assessment. And I recognized I was like, oh, this doesn't stop just because I'm not at the bedside anymore. I actually use these skills. I use this experience and this expertise in every place that I am. So when I go into a place like I'm I'm paying attention to people's um 
their pallor, right? You know, what's going on with their nails? How are they breathing? Are they sweating? You know, like I'm just paying attention to all that. So that's one of the things that I kind of wanted to talk about how we we present ourselves out in the world. Um, I also wanted to talk about just how nurses are perceived this season. Um, there's a perception of us. There's a trust of us. And, you know, I, I think we need to cultivate and build upon that. One of the things that really frustrates me to this day is that as nurses, when it comes to billing in hospitals, we are an integral part of the ho- of the team, integral part of the team, integral part for patient, positive patient outcomes. This has been proven throughout all kinds of research, yet we are considered room and board, the same as housekeeping, dietary, and all of the other ancillary services. We're not getting billed for our work, right? They're not billing the insurance. We're not recognized by insurance companies for the work that we do, for what we are bringing to the table. And those are things that I really want to talk about this season. I do want to, you know, bring into that personal experience, right? Because I don't live in a vacuum and me being a nurse is just part of who I am. So I'll probably continue to talk about that at towards the end. And and depending on um, where things lie, I would like to bring on some of uh, my friends and colleagues in the, in the healthcare wellness space, Right. Um, just to give you some resources, I have a friend who does mindfulness. I actually have two friends. One is a nurse and the other one is a yoga instructor and they both do mindfulness. I have a friend who she owns a, a, a juice bar and, um, you know, kind of talking about uh, one thing I've noticed is that we don't make ourselves we don't set ourselves first. We see that as selfish. So bringing in um, folks that can kind of turn around the idea of selfishness um, and change the paradigm around it because I think it's necessary. And then, um, you know, just like I said, bringing up resources about things that are going on in nursing, talking about what that looks like from the business standpoint, because there is a part of me that there's an employee in me in my business who is a nurse um, and how I bring that forward. So that's the long and the short of kind of what you can expect. Um, I'm glad to be back. Um, I'm being open and honest with you about kind of what's going on. And I hope that you continue with me on this journey. It's been an awesome journey. Last season was really just about getting to know me, right? So I was sharing who I am so that you kind of have a good idea of what was going on and where I'm coming from. And now we can kind of jump into, all right, now you kind of know me. You can go back to season one, if you don't know me, to get to know what I was going through and, 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 and where I've come from, right? And, and where I'm going. And, um, and then we can continue this journey. And please, 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 please. So I always say at the end of the episodes, feel free to reach out. And I know it's really scary. You're like, Oh, I'm not sure I really want to reach out. But I, I want you to, I'm asking you to, Um, I'm inviting you to, because it helps me right to hear what you're gleaning from the episodes that you're listening to, to know what more you want to hear about, to know, hey, is this a direction? You know, is there some concept or some topic that I talked about that you want to know more about? I can spend more time on that. Um, Is there a resource or something that I talked about and maybe I can provide you with a resource? I've even had 
when I've written articles for the Inquirer, I've had uh, nurses reach out to me and I even picked up the phone and called them just to say, I hear you. Like, this is a real thing. It's a struggle. We're all trying to figure out this path for ourselves and, and you're not alone in figuring it out. You may have a different path, but you're not alone because we're all trying to figure it out, right? No matter where we are in our careers, no, no matter where we are in our perpetual transition, we're all trying to figure it out. So I don't want you to you know, suffer in silence or feel like you're by yourself. So please, 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 First step, um, I am on Instagram. I'm easier DM'd on Instagram. Um, the posting thing, I even just realized something about me and social media that came from being a nurse and getting all that later. Um, but the postings have slowed down, but I'm on Instagram regularly, liking, following, checking out, re um, responding to direct messages. So um, on Instagram, I'm KB calls. So it's KB underscore C-A-L as in Lima S as in Sam. And then always via email, info, I-N-F-O, at kbcalls, kilo, bravo, cat, alpha, lima, sam, dot com. You can always, you know, get me there. And if you want to be reached out to, if you want to pick up the phone, um, my phone number is actually in my email signature. Uh, and it's also on my website, www.resourceandhealthcare.com. You can find my information and my phone number there. So I look forward to next episode. That should be in the next week. Um, I will be blocking out some time to do a couple things. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week, no matter when you're listening to this, an awesome rest of your day. And just know that you're not alone in your transition because we all apparently are transitioning. I talked to a bunch of people and everybody's doing a bunch of new things, which is awesome. It's scary as all get out. Uh, so you're not alone in that either. Okay. All right. Take care of yourself until next time.